Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Pioneer Podcasting presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her here. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now here's your host, Kim Zolciak Beerman. Welcome back, you guys, to this brand new episode of House of Kim, where we unapologetically share the ups and downs of our very, very unpredictable life. And just like you guys, we're always trying to find a way to inspire and increase positivity in our daily lives. Woohoo! Feels good to be back. I'm not fucking positive. It's been a, it's been a minute. I'm not positive after this last You're week. You're positive. And a half. You no. are positive. That's I'm, what I'm got actually us negative. Through. I'm actually COVID negative, but um, I've been positive. <laughs> okay, uh, but I'm not. I haven't been feeling very positive. I'm telling <laughs> you guys, I'm gonna end up fucking. I couldn't do this podcast because last week, because a, I was in the bed. I was in the bed. We're gonna get into all that, but I keep coughing. Yeah. Corey has not coughed one time, and that really fucking annoys Every me. Every once in a while, I get it, like... It really fucking annoys me that Corey's so, done so well during COVID. But, uh, oh, okay, good. It annoys good. the shit out of me. He actually didn't do so, so well. Um, we're going to talk about how my entire house was wiped out with COVID. Okay, we're going to get into all of this. Um, and anything I've ever said about COVID was not true. COVID is absolutely horrific. Literally hit <laughs> every adult in our home, except for Brielle, and... The and four the littles. littles were spared. Uh, thank you, it. God. Thank you. Yeah, but every adult that so has been in our the house. Other, so the thing is, you know... We, we don't were, know how. We we don't know how, and we, they also had to do Zooms. And the school that they go to... We're is, not getting into that yet. No, the school that they go to, you guys, like there was no like mercy on us whatsoever. No. I was getting emails to send in their work. It's like, I can't breathe, walk, or talk, but okay, hold on. We're going to get into all that. Letting loose on a school night. Oh my God, me and Amber Rose on Clubhouse. What the hell was I thinking? You cannot be unsupervised. You just can't. I, I'm done. Yep. I think Clubhouse has got to be one of the worst inventions in history. If you don't know what Clubhouse is, you guys, I'm going to talk all about it. Brielle's birthday was two weeks ago. She's still celebrating. Today. She's still celebrating. Yeah. She was out last night with a cake at a restaurant with a candle. <laughs> we got it. was the 25th of February. We got so much to cover there. And this week's Golden Nugget, find out why Kim and I... Literally looked like walking zombies, like like the zombie movies you see. That's what we looked like. We looked like zombies. I thought I was going to be ugly forever. <laughs> Honest to God, I did. I thought I was going to be ugly forever. And anyways, you guys, safe space always with Kim and Croy, which you guys are loving, and the emails are amazing. Yep. One of the emails that we just got recently, and I don't even know if it's in this packet of notes, from a lady who's married and... <laughs> I have to find this fucking email because I, it's bananas. She wants to like basically be like a Venmo or get paid on Venmo to be like a, not a 
prostitute, right? But well, yeah, in basic terms, yes. So is that she, cheating? She, yes, yeah, she wants. Uh, she needs the money, or maybe her family needs the money, and she has seen people on TikTok receiving money for, uh, I guess maybe inappropriate pictures, content, and then also like true meetups and 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 relations. I don't think she's trying to meet up with people. That's yeah, not what she, she is. Said. Yeah, because she said, "Is it cheating?" So sending pictures, I think, is all she was referring to. I no, think you're. I, no, I think she was. No, she wanted okay, to. Do I'm going to find this. Yeah, email. She, being uh, maybe not. Okay, you guys, let's talk about um, letting loose on a school night. First of all, before we even talk about that, the kids were out of school for a full week. Yeah. For okay. A so winter this is break. for winter break. Sunday night, obviously, is a school night because they have school. They're going back to school Monday. <laughs> They've been off for a week. <laughs> They've been off for a week. We could have done this any other night, <laughs> but we were recording our podcast on a Sunday night. Zach overserved us. It's Zach's fault. <laughs> I had a full solo cup of wine, which is my max. I could do a half a solo cup, maybe like over the course. Like I drink my wine over a long period of time, like hours. I don't drink my solo cup in an hour. It takes me hours. And I'll set it down and forget about it and then go back and get it. And and we're going to talk about why I probably will never drink wine again. <laughs> but anyway, so I had text Zach and said, hey, can you bring us a drink? You know, bring me some more wine, a half a solo cup, right? Because I already had my full one. Half a solo cup and then some beer for Croy. He did. He poured me a full solo cup, which I guess didn't mean I had to drink the whole thing, but I did. I drank the whole thing. I'm sure you could tell that my words were slurred slightly. (laughs) I think they're slurred normally anyway. Right. It was definitely a lot of wine. So we do the podcast and we had a lot of fun doing it. I like to do my podcast with a glass of wine. Thanks to COVID, I'm not sure I'll ever drink again. And we'll get into that. But um, I like to have a glass of wine up here in the salon with Croy, let loose. Just like it's fun for me to do it at night. And that's how I prefer to do it. So that's not like totally out of the norm. Right. What's out of the norm is I'm drinking two full solo cups of wine. (laughs) (laughs) So we finished the podcast. We go downstairs. I don't know how I ended up in the bathroom by myself. Our bathroom, the master bathroom, by myself. But about a week well, ago, I'll tell you how. You want to know how? Was so Brielle needed her passport to get ready to go to the Bahamas. They were leaving that following morning. They were they were leaving Monday morning, and so I keep our important documents and things like that in a special area downstairs. And so we went downstairs, uh, Brielle, me and Zach to get her passport. And while we were in that area, getting the passport, they were looking at, at some of my ammunition and some of my guns and we, we, we were fine and we were hanging out. Zach's like, Oh, what's that one? And what's this? And we like, we spent like 25, 30 minutes. Of course you did. Looking at, looking at all these fun things. Well, mind so I, you, I go to Kim's my unsupervised. I go to now. which is fine. I'm 42. Um, <laughs> Obviously, it's not. So Brielle, about a week prior, had um, well Bert from the Bert Show, the big DJ here in Atlanta, invited me to Clubhouse or whatever. Which I guess you have is to be he, invited. I think he's a morning show host. Oh, what did I say? DJ. Oh, he's not whatever. A DJ, right? We don't, whatever. He's DJ's a morning music. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well. Morning show host. Morning show host because he does yeah. entertain us. Yeah. yeah. He's not a DJ. I don't even know why. That, but I guess he plays songs. No, somebody else plays his songs. Yeah. I don't think he's the DJ. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> everybody knows who Bert is, I feel like. But yeah. he invited me to Clubhouse. So I was like, oh, cool. Never never heard of it. Whatever. So I join. 
And then Brielle's like, oh my God, it's so cool. Like you, everybody can listen to your chats and stuff. So one night, <coughs> Brielle, me, Tracy got on and did this like group chat or whatever. And everybody was like, we were bringing people up so they could communicate with us. And they were freaking out. And it was like kind of fun, whatever. You guys, I have no idea what possessed me to ever get on Clubhouse by myself. But I'm in my bathroom on Clubhouse <laughs> talking to random people. Um talking about things I should not be divulging. Well, okay. So did Ariana end up getting on with you? No, I invited I tried to get Brielle to come, but she wasn't responding. Because she oh was with no, me. Ariana did so Brielle wasn't responding. So then I, I tried to I said, Ariana, like, come on, come on. So she got on and she's like, Mom, shut up. Like so it was me and Ariana. And I'm I'm talking about things that, you know, I should not be talking about that are secret and exciting news that's coming out, you know? And and so Ariana's like, shut up, basically. I'm talking about how Ariana, <coughs> Ariana's right here right now with a cough drop for me. Thank you, sweetie. I'm talking about how Ariana was born blonde. And she was born a toehead. Ariana was born blonde as yeah. blonde could be. She was blonde when I met her. I had been dyeing my hair for forever. No, at nine? No, you weren't. You were not dyeing your hair at no. nine years old. No, no. you weren't. <laughs> you might have been sun bleaching. I don't know who like... the hell was dyeing it. Who was dying it? Jeffrey Todd. Oh, maybe like a streak yeah, here and there, but here and there you guys, Ariana was born blonde. I don't care what anybody says. I know what I pushed out. Okay. She was born blonde. I don't ever recall seeing you getting your hair dyed. I don't either. Time. Ever. I don't either. Yeah. It, you no. were blonde. Are you okay? You were blonde. I was blonde on top. So I said, Ariana, <laughs> I don't even know how I said it. How did I say about the inappropriate statement the, on the, the clubhouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just came up, so she's going to go ahead and tell you. So I am just casually in my room getting a notification. She's on, you know, and I join. I'm talking to her, going back and forth. She's giving out all the news that's coming up, all the news to, to everyone. And all of a sudden, she starts asking. We start talking about my hair. And, and then I said, no, you're wrong. Like, I have brown hair. I have brown hair. And she's like, well, you're. Can I say it? Yeah. He said, he, she said, well, your pussy hair is brown. Ha! And the whole fucking clubhouse went completely silent. And, and, and the one girl on said, oh, and I was like, oh, blonde or brown? I said, my brown. Bl- brown. But you're blonde. But oh, it's brown now. now. What? Regardless of my pussy hair. Okay. I don't know why that was even there brought up. I and I was just. She was so I, mad at me. I was like, what is wrong with you? I cannot believe she this. She came is- downstairs. She's like, get off. Get off a clubhouse now. I'm texting Croy. I'm like, get her off of that app. I'm texting Brielle. I'm like, what is going on? Where is mom? And then I come down and they're all on clubhouse together thinking it's hilarious. Well, isn't clubhouse quiet though in general? Aren't, no, aren't the only people. people- no, yeah, well, no. we had people that we were talking to. Oh. And yeah. they all So froze. how many people were in the room when when... I think like two or three. Well, no, I'm sure the room was full. No, no, in our room that could just talk to us, yeah. there was three people. The girl, her best friend, and her boyfriend. And, I, like, and her boyfriend, you two. Her so professional baseball total. player boyfriend. And in the room. And then outside of the room who was listening, right. it was like 30, uh, or yeah. I, I yeah. was like how hundreds people. of people. It yeah. was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So Ariana. <laughs> so those three other people got real quiet. Real quiet. Yes. 
And then Ariana's in the kitchen like, shut up, shut up. She's basically mouthing me. They're basically going to steal my phone is what's going to happen. And they're going to get me off this fucking app. So finally. As I should. Why are you on this app telling the world about what is down underneath? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know why, why? I would say that. I don't even know why I thought that was funny. Don't talk, you, don't, you don't talk about my puss on Clubhouse, okay? No. Next time. Yeah, I'm done. To only your puss, okay? No, yeah, I'm Not done. my puss. I'm done. I swear, Ariana, you could like. Cut the air with a knife when I said it. Hilarious. So then did so then did it just stop? What? No, we kept talking about other things. Ariana okay. changed the subject super fast. Oh, good. Good. I went to a new subject very fast. Finally got her off. And she proceeded to get back on. Ten well, because we later. came back upstairs okay. at this point. So everybody comes upstairs and I'm done. Ariana's like, you're an idiot. You're not going on Clubhouse again. You're done. Delete the fucking app. So... <laughs> <laughs> she's like i don't even know how to work it i don't know how to work it i didn't even know how to but how did i know how did you, oh you got a notification that i was on clubhouse yeah. that's how you knew yeah yep i got a notification that said come say hi and i was like what the fuck and you're like oh hey, Ariana. i was like what hi yeah i brought her up to speak or whatever she became a speaker no, yeah I, any person you follow like comes in as a speaker oh so i'm done right ariana's like i can't believe you oh my god <laughs> and i this lady had just got laid off from her job and I was like, come work for me at Salty K. And she was like, I, I don't even know why I was talking. So I hang up and I, Amber Rose, my girlfriend, we all know Amber Rose. She texts me and was like, hey, girl, get back on Clubhouse or whatever. I want to talk you through it and like show you how to do it. But, but there was something a little bit alarming. She's like, you, you know that everybody can hear you. Yeah. She said, you know, everybody can hear you. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know that. But I, <laughs> I guess I didn't think about it. So I get on Clubhouse with Amber, her friend Jocelyn, Brielle. And then in the interim, I decided to go to the hot tub. Well, no. So at this point, this was, you know, maybe like in, it was like 45 minutes later to maybe an hour that we hammered. We so I, yeah, like all of a sudden I realized I'm like, man, why, why do I feel so tipsy? I said, I, I've only had like four beers, four or five beers. And I'm like, that's, that's nothing. Like what in the heck is going on? But I had kept feeling this way for like the last, I don't know, like three or four months I would have like like three or four beers and I'd be like, dang, this, these are hitting me hard. Like what is going, something's off. But in my mind, I'm only, I'm only counting the actual cans that I'm drinking. Well, I've been drinking IPAs and IPAs are like twice, sometimes three times the alcohol content of a regular beer. And I don't know why I wasn't putting like the math together and two and two in my head, but like when I'm drinking one IPA, it's like drinking three beers. So instead of <laughs> drinking four beers, I'm drinking 12 beers. When I'm drinking these. Absolutely inappropriate. <laughs> so, so. so I decided to go out to the hot tub, which we had turned it on that morning to like heat it up and like get it super, super hot. And it hadn't been working for a couple of weeks. And so I was excited. It was actually finally working. And they, I guess they had to like get a new flame. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, it was, it was working. So I decided to go out to the hot tub and pour some more wine. <laughs> and I'm in the hot tub. And so I'm making out with Croy. And then Amber's like, Kim, Kim. I'm like, yeah, girl. Hey, girl. Love you so much for doing this for me. Thank you so much. Brielle just Brielle told me the next day that I just kept saying how much I loved Amber. What a, she's like a ride or die kind of girl, um, showing me how to do clubhouse. She's explaining everything to me, and then <laughs> and, she was so sweet. And, uh, but you and you were engaged with her for like the first, I don't know, at least thirty minutes. And you, but you guys run that thing for like almost an hour and fifteen, hour and a half. On, Amber's got like copious amount of followers on it so yeah. like everybody there was so many people in the room so then brielle's like i don't think my mom knows that she's like muted <laughs> muted it and i'm like 
no, no, I'm right here. I'm right here. She's like, you fucking idiot. I was basically trying to get you out of trouble because you're not responding. Right. What are you doing? Get the hell out of the hot tub. Brielle didn't dare come down to the hot tub. So, I mean, Corey and I were just wild. Like, we were out of control. It's like 2.30 in the morning, you guys. It's fucking freezing outside. And we're in the hot tub. Yeah. Dicking literally around. Literally like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, literally. Like we we, we didn't get in the bed until 4.30 in the morning. Or I guess we, well we we, we left we, the hot tub at like we left the hot tub at like two thirty and we didn't go to sleep until probably four thirty five o'clock yeah, in the morning. You're a pervert. Totally lost track of of reality. Lost yeah, track of you're time. A it was like we were in this time warp. Absolutely unacceptable. I we probably went to sleep around four thirty. I woke up at five and was like, Croy. Please get me some medicine. Please get me some Excedrin migraine. Please cry. He's like, you need something? I'm like, get the fuck up and get me Excedrin migraine and a water. You guys, I felt horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And I didn't even eat dinner. That's the other problem. I have never felt that bad. So needless to say... Poor Brielle. She took one for the team because she was talking to Amber and everybody on the group, and she was kept explaining. Well, yeah. So, like and- towards towards the end, Kim was Kim was definitely more tipsy than me, and I was and I was and like, he took just, full advantage of that. So, but I was like, I was like, it's okay to just say like, hey, I I gotta go or or whatever, and like cut it off because she had explained everything. She was kind of just at this point starting to like reiterate things that she had already done because Kim, Kim was not very engaged uh, towards. The I wonder tail why. <laughs> Towards the tail end of the conversation, I had her quite distracted. And so I was like, just, just tell them you got to go. And I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> and, and Fuck so, that app. So, so Brielle, that she was just chit-chatting with Amber. And yeah, I mean, at some point it was, it was kind of like, okay, well, this has been fun. And then so you did. We were like, all right, well, good night, ladies. It's late for me. And uh, But Amber does like these really cool games on there. And, like, no, it's these- a really, yeah. She definitely has it figured out. When so. you're coherent, it's a great app. No, it's yeah, but don't go on there drunk. That's the problem. Like people record what you say. Like it's that's the problem. It's it's not a good app. It's drunk. Okay, it's only an app for when you're sober. Well, nothing's probably a very good idea when you're not familiar with it and you don't know what you're doing. You're pushing buttons. Maybe you know inviting. Well, I was people. bringing people up, and then right. she's like, "My boyfriend. He plays, I think, for the Cubs or something." And yeah. I invited him up, and I, I don't. You guys, I can only imagine had you brought somebody up that was like a troll and would have said something like, <laughs> "You would have gone off." <laughs> so oh you know like no but talent. it happens I, i've heard it happens like people will bring up they'll have conversations with with fans and things and they'll bring up people and all of a sudden they're trolling them and they're saying these mean things so then you can kick them out but i mean it's it's kind of the wild west right now the the platform is itself it's a wild yeah, yeah for sure i definitely i ended up like closing my eyes for about it seemed like four minutes but it was probably 45 and then this bright light of sunshine was coming through my window and I was like there's no way these kids are getting up right now there's no way and they did and I could not take them to school Croy did I had to stay home I was not doing too hot um yeah and I don't think I've really had a drink since because this is probably why COVID got so bad for me because I'm outside in freaking 20 degree weather in and out of a hot tub yeah naked yeah like I don't think you had at that point I mean I guess it's possible that you had maybe just been exposed at some point we still have no idea where 
it came from. We don't go anywhere. And no. so I read a lot of comments on my uh, Instagram about how you, you know, you're hanging out with Brielle. I'm not actually hanging out with Brielle. And Brielle went to the Bahamas. And in order to get to the Bahamas, you have to take a COVID test to get there and be negative, And you have to take a COVID test to get out of the Bahamas. So all the people that Brielle went with have all had COVID yep. actually in the past within the last like 60 days, believe it or not. So they were all good to go. But I don't go out. We don't go out. If we go out to dinner, it's been to the melting pot three times since COVID started. And they have their own little spaces, little cubicles for you to eat. And you're away from people. We are, in particular, away from everyone. So we don't go out. You know, we go, um, when I go to dermatology consultants, I have a private room. I walk right in, right into the room with my masks on. I'm not around people. I don't go to the grocery store. I don't do any of this shit. So we're fine, though. But at this point, hot tub debacle happens. And Brielle then leaves Monday morning for her birthday celebration. That's lasted two weeks now. So Brielle's gone. Mind you, Brielle's 24 now. Is that not crazy? 24. 24 years old. That's pretty mind-blowing to me, to be honest. That 24 years, that's crazy. So she's 24. She takes off to the Bahamas with all their friends for the whole week. And Ariana was leaving to go to Miami Thursday. So, um, with her two, three friends, whatever, her boyfriend, then two friends. It's her spring break. Pretty much, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this is going to be a great weekend. Like the girls are gone. It'll just be me and Corinne the Littles and the kids go to bed early and Ooh, maybe we can have a repeat of Sunday night. So, or not. (laughs) Um, minus the alcohol. Jesus. Take the wheel. So on Wednesday, Croy started having like back pain. Right? Wednesday, Thursday? Because Malucci came Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, I, I was having this headache kind of on my left side. I kept trying to pop my neck. It would not. It, usually, I can adjust it myself. And I can kind of I can kind of self-adjust myself with with my spine and my neck and and feel better when I kind of get that way, like if I got a nerve or, or whatever. And so I was, I kept trying to do it and nothing was shifting. Nothing was moving. I'd bend over and it would be like 20 to a hundred of pressure in my head and just a shooting pain up into my brain. And I was like, dang, man, I must've really like slept wrong, got this kink in my neck. Then it started kind of radiating towards my, my uh, back on my left hip and then kind of, I thought my sciatic nerve was pinched because then it was going down my leg. I kept trying to stretch. Chiropractor came, Dr. Malucci, and he was like, Croy's fucked, Kim. Like, damn, because Croy's usually good. I'm the one that takes an hour to get adjusted. Um, and so he just couldn't get Croy straight. Yeah, nothing. He, I mean, we tried for we tried for a good hour and a half. I mean, he was stretching my muscles. He was digging into them, pressure points, popping, cracking. He, he, I mean. Croy's like a big baby, too. He's like on the office floor with the foam roller I'm trying to get some relief I'm like this doesn't make any sense like I knew Malucci if I, I couldn't get it Malucci always gets me straight like it's yeah. not even, it's nothing it's and it's not even hard like I'm so easy right to be adjusted and he could not get it for anything like it didn't make any sense we adjusted my jaw we did everything we possibly could to get it back to normal no relief. And it just wasn't working no relief so then so I had these really bad headaches, which is to- totally normal for me. I had these really bad headache in the back of my head on the right side, which I've actually been battling there on and off for a couple months, but it was really bothering me. And I would find myself sitting down like at the kitchen counter, which I don't sit down all day. I don't sit down to even eat half the time. So I would sit down. I'm like, God, I'm tired. Like I have no energy. So weird. 
And I only notice things when they're like extreme. And I'm going to tell you why it took me two days to figure this out. So Friday, because nothing was extreme until Saturday. So Friday morning, I already had IVs and glutathione scheduled at my doctor's office. Cora and I went out there and did that. And we got back and I'm, I'm like, I'm actually like super tired and I'm just kind of, I'm like, bloom, I have a headache so bad. And she's like, did you take Excedrin migraine? I said, yeah, I did. It's not going away. It's not working. She's like, take ibuprofen. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it one more hour and I'm going to take an 800 ibuprofen like prescription that I have. So I did that and no relief. I'm like, bloom, I cannot kick this fucking headache. I was like so annoyed by it. So I laid on the couch and Kaya walked in from school and she said, what's wrong with my mother? to bloom and bloom's like what do you mean she's like she's never on the couch and bloom's like she's just resting and i was super tired so we also got a call at 12 o'clock that day to come pick up cash at school because somebody in his class tested positive for covid and so they were out of school now for 10 days so we had to grab him as well and maybe this is where it ended up coming from because they say kids can be carriers and never get it and never test positive never test positive i mean i don't know on friday i had laid down on the couch too uh, with cash because he was there and he was yeah. watching uh, TV after we had picked him up. And so I, I just was sitting next to cash and talking to him and I was extremely tired and I, but I had nothing, nothing else. I had no cough. I had no congestion. All I had was my extreme headache on the left side that I couldn't get to adjust. I, I had kept foam rolling my back, my hip, just, it was my whole left side. I'm like, man, I'm just out of whack. But then I started to get really, really not really, really tired, but I felt drained. I, and I figured, though, it was because I was like, my body was overfeeling this pain and kind of on my whole right. left side. Like I was fatigued mentally trying to like ignore it. So right. I was like, maybe that's why I'm feeling tired or fatigued. So we go to bed that night or whatever, just exhausted. I feel, I do, I feel really tired. I get up on Saturday morning. I'm just, I'm just like so goofy. I'm in, I'm like drinking my coffee. I'm like, Corey, I think I have the chills. And, I'm like, but I don't like I've had a fever twice in my whole life. Um, and so I'm like, I think I have the chills, Corey, seriously. So Corey goes downstairs. He's playing Fortnite. And I'm like, dude, I'm freezing. So I go and get in the bath. Don't take my temperature, which was around 102 at this point, probably. I get in the hot ass bath for like 45 minutes. What a dumbass! Like, take your temperature before you get in a hot bath. Dummy. <laughs> So I take this hot bath and I'm in there and I'm like, I feel really bad. Again, I'm only in the bathtub because I feel really, really bad. Like I only do shit if I'm really, really bad. About 45 minutes in, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fall asleep in here and probably die. So I need to get out of here. So I can barely get myself out of the bathtub to my bed. Before, like I, It was tough. And I just laid down and I slept for three hours. So then Croy, I wake up and my heart is beating out of my chest. Now, mind you... <coughs> Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, my heart was beating out of my chest when I would lay down at night and I couldn't sleep at all. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I remember Chloe telling me that she couldn't sleep when she had COVID. Right. So you would have thought I would have put all these things together. So I text Croy, can you please bring me a Coke? Because maybe like my sugar's low or whatever. I can't eat. I can't drink. I'm just, ugh. so Kaya brings me a Coke and Croy comes in the room and he's like, you know, I, it brings me the thermometer and I'm like 101.8 and I'm like oh god and so he's like you you want to take a COVID test I was like yeah whatever like sure oh well I did Croy did the test and he's very aggressive with it but he was very nice this time 
and <laughs> it was positive in one second. I've taken this test multiple times and it's always negative and been negative, but this showed up in one second. <clears throat> so Corey's like, well, fuck, I got to take a test too. His was positive in one second as well. Thank God, because I think I would have been really pissed if Corey didn't have it, and I did. Right. Seriously, I would have been like so lonely. Well, our life would have been a little easier for the whole yeah. next 10 days. But So we test all the kids. They're all negative. I call, I'm like, I text Briella, who are you around? Because she's, again, she's in the Bahamas. She calls me every 10 minutes, you guys. Every 10 minutes, the entire trip, either Brielle called me, or Ethan, right. or Zach, or Brandon. Right. And I was on the phone the entire time they were gone. Brielle didn't answer me for a couple hours one time. We'll get into all this next week. And Ethan's like, oh, she's, she's passed out on the boat. I'm like, with who? He's like, with just her friends. I'm like, Eth, what the, f-? just wait, you guys. It gets worse, okay? Yeah. So anyways, I'm, Brielle's like, I'm by myself. What's up? Do I need to come home? And I'm like, no, but your dad and I have COVID. And she's like, Jesus, are you kidding me? I'll come home. Should I get on the next flight? What do I need to do? I'm like, no, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Um, and so obviously I notified the school right away because the kids have been obviously around us. And then I call my nanny and I'm like, Hey, Zalma, how are you doing? She's like, Kim, I'm so sick. I'm, I have a high fever, the chills. I have diarrhea. I am so sick. And I'm like, Oh my God, no way. Yeah. So Zalma has it too. So <clears throat> my friend, Chris Tuff, who wrote the millennial whisper, um, had mentioned to me about this antibodies um, IV that you can get. Like I've obviously had a stroke before, you you know, um, blood clots, which are you're more prone to with COVID as well, or the COVID causes blood clots, however you want to word it. He had mentioned this IV or whatever. And so that was always kind of in the back of my mind thinking like, okay, if it gets like really bad, I always have this option that makes a lot of people feel better. I know a lot of people that have taken it and done it and they feel great. So that was kind of in the back of my mind, but I call my doctor and she calls me an ivermectin. <laughs> I don't want emails about what you think about ivermectin. I don't really care what you think. I took it. I think it's great. It reduces the viral load. So they say, I don't care if, if it didn't work at all. I was doing something because I felt so bad. So I started the z because I was coughing up thick, thick green phlegm and I took the ivermectin. So I kind of felt a little bit better that night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, I woke up and I'm like, Oh, like Jesus. Like, and so you take ivermectin again, two days in a row. And so I took it again and a girlfriend of mine was texting me and I said, yeah, I have COVID or whatever girl. And she's like, Oh my God, I took a steroid pack. That was the only thing that helped me. So I just put myself on steroids as well. I had some pack laying around from like last year. (laughs) Um, and so my fever came back and so we have to stay away from the kids. Right. So, so Nikki shows up and she's setting up their school uh, stations that we, we know how to do. We put we have to set these tables out. We have to use Kim's office, my office, uh, the, Four the separate, formal living like, room. locations for the kids for Zooms all week. Yeah. So she shows up. She sets up all these stations. Uh, she's basically babysitting them. She, she's not. A I don't even remember this. I don't even remember what you're saying. She's not even a babysitter. Uh, but I mean, they're, they can watch themselves. We have, we have security cameras in our house. Uh, we, we can KJ's hear our very, door. very yeah, responsible, KJ, very, very responsible. He has his phone. So we're kind of watching them from a bird's eye view. Uh, and they're really, we're just like, we just said, watch TV. 
That's that's like yeah, you like, guys. So they're, I, they're watching. And we have zero energy. Like we really don't feel good. Like yeah. So I'm letting them play their video games. They're watching TV. Kane and Kai are kind of being silly. They're working with some of their Christmas toys with their 3D doodler and on all these different things. So they're they're doing fantastic. But so Nikki's now become the uh, food delivery service for us. Yes. She's become the school teacher Nikki, for our us. Assistant. She has become the babysitter. She has uh, she's done it all because she has because Zoma's their, sick. Yep. Brielle's not here. Ariana's not here. Uh, Tracy at this point is starting to feel bad. <laughs> yep. And we got nobody. That's it's that yep. we have literally nobody. And nobody's coming over because we have COVID. <laughs> so and I'm I'm actually not doing hot, right? I'm just I feel really bad. I have a terrible cough. I just and so you know when like if you guys have like strep throat or something, you take a Z pack, you go to bed that night, you wake up the next morning and you feel good, or you give yourself twenty four hours and you feel pretty good. Right. With COVID it just gets and worse even, and, and worse even, and worse. Right. And even when you feel bad with like the like I've never had the flu, so I can't <laughs> I, I can't either. compare it to the flu, but like if you have like a sinus infection or you have just like uh, just a sickness, like just a common cold for the year, you can power through it. Like you feel like crap, but you can still go to work like you can still kind of just drink some tea and and drink lots of water and you kind of power through it take some Tylenol take you know you you manage your like this knocks you on your ass it like you're so tired it's like exhausting to go to the bathroom right it's exhausting to go to the bathroom you know Zalma and I definitely were the worst I feel like at this point and just like headache just terrible right yeah. and so and then the kids you know what are we going to do for dinner we were we ordered more uber eats than ever before in our life i didn't even care they were eating god knows what during the day fruit snacks out the ass i didn't really care um i was just they they weren't allowed our rooms on one side of this whole of our house and so they weren't allowed anywhere down our hallway or near our room whatsoever so you guys i'm not eating i'm barely drinking i'm definitely struggling you want to know my theory Go ahead. My theory, this is not based on any scientific evidence or anything. It's just from my own observation and experiencing it. But I think that this virus attacks the inflammation or where you kind of have, we all have chronic inflammation uh, in our bodies, whether, you know, it may be in your gut or it may be in your back from an injury or, you know, somewhere else. Like if you deal with headaches where you have inflammation, but I feel like this virus goes and gives you pain in in your in your body where you have I agree. inflammation where yeah. where you or you previously had inflammation. So my whole left side was killing me. I couldn't even sleep. It was in so much pain, and, and yep. nothing would take it away. Like Tylenol, ibuprofen. Like nothing when I played was, football, yeah. you know, you, you you manage your pain, you manage your soreness with with uh, medicine towards the end of the season when it's really bad, and, and, right. and you can manage it. This, I mean, it was like nothing. It would, it didn't, it would, it just was there. It was so bizarre. So the kids have to be on Zooms early in the morning, Monday, Tuesday, you know, and so they have to get on their own Zooms because we can't get near the kids. I mean, yeah. you know, and KJ, I had inst- KJ knows how to log on. He's got all the passwords. We had them uh, on the sheet for him, ready to go. He, I mean, we had them all. Nikki had them preloaded, so they just turned the computers on. They're logged in. They just click, you know. So it was, it was easy enough for them and so they're in school pretty much all morning which is like thanks for watching our kids in the morning school teachers because they should have been at school okay i don't even know how they would have got there i guess nikki would have to have taken but i I don't even know either but nikki 
Nikki has COVID now too. So it's just like, you know what, yeah. the, the whole, the house. So I text the housekeeper on Monday or Sunday. I'm like, Hey, I'm positive for COVID. And she's like, okay, I feel fine. I'm going to go take a test. I have to text my massage therapist who had breast cancer last year. And I was so upset with myself and was like, and I have COVID. I'm so sorry. She's like, I feel fucking great. I have the strongest immune system ever. And you know what? She never got it. Okay. And she, she massaged me Friday night for two hours. Okay. Bizarre. And my head was killing me. So she was up by my face for a good 45 minutes, no doubt. Yeah. And she said she would come massage me Friday because her immune system is so strong and she knows I probably <laughs> need it. She's oh, fucking a mess. She's hilarious. So I had to text everybody that I was around. My housekeeper came back positive on her test, came back Monday, and she was positive as well. Tracy, me, Croy, uh, Zalma, we're all positive. Again, I'm thinking about this antibodies. Like if I get bad, I know I have this as an option. Yeah. Well, Monday I'm, I'm hurting and I'm thinking, again, I'm only going to do something if I'm dying. I'm like, I really should consider this antibodies because I, I'm only getting worse. Like I would wake up and feel worse than I did the day before, which just doesn't work well in my brain. Like it just wasn't like making sense to me. Yeah. So Tuesday morning I was like, you know what? I, I think I need these antibodies. Like I'm hurting. And Dr. Mark Harrigan, an amazing doctor in Atlanta, spoke with him. He thought it would be best as well to get the antibodies, me and Croy. And um, we did that. So we went down to Piedmont Hospital and I was <coughs> like not doing good. Okay. And I have to drive there because I get car sick so bad. And I was already sick to my stomach. That's the other thing. I never get stomach aches. And I had a stomach ache on Thursday, Friday. I lived on Zofran up until yesterday, basically. Yeah. Um, my nanny too, stomach aches. Like I don't, we don't get stomach aches. We're more like headache people. So I get to be my hospital. The nurses, you park in a specific place and they come down and they get you and they walk you to the floor. Well, there was an elevator, of course. And I'm looking at Corinne. I'm like, I can't take the elevator. My heart's already racing. I already feel like I'm going to die. I can't mentally, I don't have it in me to get in this elevator. Like normally I would, especially with like nurses who are there for me and I'm positive with COVID. And like, I normally would have just put myself, I just couldn't do it. We had to walk outside the hospital up this fucking, I mean, it was like so annoying, but we got into our room and these nurses, like how incredible are they to put their own life daily on the line? Nurses, doctors, respiratory therapists, every single day to help people like me. It, like the gratefulness that I had in my heart during this whole hour or four hours was just overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, and you hear about it and you read about it and you see it, but it's it's a total different uh, kind of revelation mm-hmm. or or view or lens to look through when you actually are right there in front yep. of them, you know, and, and like, yep. it's a totally different lens. You, you can read about it all day long. Like, and I, and I had still felt like, man, those, that's pretty crazy. But then it's a whole different shift of not perspective, but just a different lens that you see right. it through when you're right there in front of them. I mean, so. they had to like mask up, gown up and they're sticking me with an IV. And if it wasn't for them, I yeah. wouldn't even be getting this treatment. Yeah. Like, and they were so kind. They didn't act like I had a fucking disease and I did. <laughs> they didn't act like anything. And yeah. and they were. And I can't even like at this point, we, we have a better understanding of it and, and we're, we're more prepared. Right. We have the medical equipment. Like I can't even imagine ground zero in New York when we didn't know really anything about it. We were running out of supplies. I can't. I am very I thankful that imagine. we got COVID at this point. Right. I can't even. And imagine. not a year prior because yeah i can't imagine yeah so they um 
even in our small little bubble, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like it was still like shocking to us. Right. And I can't even imagine the shock factor of that whole situation, but uh, it just makes you really kind of grasp a whole nother view of that whole scenario. Oh yeah. What's crazy too is uh, Dr. Harrigan was actually on spring break with his entire family and he checked on me every single day. Yeah. Um, Like I, so appreciate that you know you're on vacation and you're still yeah. working i mean the do- doctors like that are, like are true doctors you know like, yep, I, I 100%. Feel like, like there's some doctors cs have a license but i don't feel like they're doctors you know no, like it's they, nine to five or whatever this. they don't have empathy they they lack kind of a connection to their patients they don't really it's more of a job to them than it is like a passion i feel like doctors who really genuinely care and like are that way um really are true doctors, you know. But, I mean, yes. it, it happens with every profession. So, we're getting our... So, they give you, like, a Benadryl, just one Benadryl and a couple of Tylenol before the treatment. You wait 30 minutes, and then you get the antibodies. And it's still very experimental. I'm only going off of what my friends have experienced getting it in the past and how much better they felt. So, it takes an hour. Then you have to sit there for an hour, and they observe and make sure you're okay, and then you get to go home. And... um I wrote a little note for them on the board, like, thank you for all you do. You guys rock, which was really sweet. When the nurse saw it, like her eyes got a little teary. It was really cute. Um, But then they walk you to your car. And the guy, when we were walking to our car, I said to him, like, so are most of your patients, so he's a traveling nurse. And so he's working at Piedmont at this day. And then he's worked in Albany, Georgia, and he's kind of been wherever they've needed him. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, yes and no, it's cool, right? And he said, yeah, I have patients you know, that are 21 years old. We asked him, are most of your patients older? older and he yeah. said, actually, no. He said, no, they're 21. I have a 25-year-old, 28-year-old that can't even move or turn over in bed because of COVID, completely healthy. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, when somebody's telling you these things, it really hits home. And now I know how bad I feel. I've never been this sick in my entire life. So he walks us out to our car, so, so kind, and we leave and I could immediately take a breath. What was happening to me is that like when I would take a deep breath, it would hurt. And I know pneumonia and I know the signs of pneumonia and all that, but it wasn't like sharp pains. It was more just like shortness of breath, I guess. I already, I instantly felt pretty good when I got home and I haven't really hadn't eaten anything Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like I just couldn't. So Croy asked Nikki, which was so sweet to go to the melting pot and just get me my salad and like Swiss cheese and some pretzel bread that I love because I just have no appetite. Like I, and now I don't know if I can ever eat that again, to be honest. But anyways, Nikki was so sweet, went to the melting pot, brought it to the house, dropped it off at the front door. And I actually ate like six or seven pieces, usually 47 pieces. Um, And then I had a full salad and that was all I had for another 24 hours. But I definitely felt better um, each day. I still have this like a nagging ass cough that yeah. won't go away. I've lived on cough drops. I lost my taste and smell on Thursday, I think, like two days after the antibodies or a day after the antibodies, I lost it, um, which has really chapped my ass. Yeah, I lost mine before the antibodies. Yeah, it's very it gives me anxiety to not be able to taste and smell for some reason. It gives me like severe anxiety. Also, what I so I make coffee every morning and I was drinking it every morning. And that's just kind of the only thing I could get in my mouth. And I made my coffee, I think, Thursday. And it was absolutely disgusting. I've made my coffee every day since Thursday. Unable to drink it. It tastes so bad. This morning, I was so pissed off that I can't drink my coffee still. And Croy's like, just try like a Red Bull or something. So I did get a Red Bull and it tasted actually really, really good. But 
I am really upset about my coffee. My favorite part of my day is my coffee in the morning when I get up. It tastes and smells horrible. <laughs> horrible. And I also take these probiotics. They're like a powder. It tastes like a pixie stick usually, and it tastes horrible. So I, I don't know. I can't, I don't know what the hell's going on. I hate it. I've shot steroid like spray up my nose that I had from last year to try to get like to not be so inflamed. My girlfriend, Abigail Ratchford, she sent me a message on Instagram was like, yeah, I didn't have mine for like six weeks. I'm like, don't tell me this shit. Like a lot of people have lost it for a long time. I do feel like it's starting to kind of come back around. Um, I can taste spice and very sweet. Like I had a donut this morning. Yeah. I'm obviously doing better. I had a donut this morning. I had a donut yesterday, but I only want sugar. It's funny. My wine, I took a sip Saturday night. So, oh, I left out Ariana. Ariana gets home. Well, it's so yeah, let's backtrack this a little bit too. So when Nikki, when we all were sick and I was like, I was like, what are we going to do? And so Zama was feeling shitty. Uh, you know, Tracy's got her own responsibility. She wasn't quite, she wasn't feeling really anything at that point. Um, but we said, look, you know, you should go get tested. So they they went and did their test. And I said, Nikki, how are you? Are you okay? She says, yeah, I'm fine. And so so she comes over. We give her a test. It's negative. I said, okay, great. You're right now our only lifeline. So you're going to be here when we need you here. But outside of that, you we need to keep you away because we need to make sure that you stay healthy. She's masked up. And Brielle didn't get home till Tuesday. Her her her, her plan yeah, was to Tuesday. come home Tuesday. And so I, and I said, Brielle, you're going to have to step up because like you're you're pretty much all we got yeah your your stepmom for mm-hmm. <laughs> for the next five days because nikki will be here to help you and stuff but who knows how this is going to go because brielle's basically immune because she's had it yep. so she she can't get it you know and and so so ariana's just, in miami and she kept falling asleep and going to sleep and i'm like what the hell ariana answered my phone i had asked her one night to order food for us right I said, like, I can't. Can you just call Vincenia's Pizzeria and just get the food delivered? Like, I can't even talk on the phone or dial, please. Nobody responds to me. Her or my assistant, okay? Her or Nikki for, like, an hour or two. Yeah. Because once I tell Nikki that I'm positive, this was actually, like, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Nikki was at a friend's house and was like, oh, fuck, I got to get out of here. Like, I can't be around people. Right. So that's what she was doing. And then Ariana was sleeping. Well, Ariana got home Tuesday and said she feels, like, really, really bad. She's like, I just feel weird, like, congested. I can't keep falling asleep. And just give me a test. And, well, it was positive as well. So... I can't believe, like, if I get strep throat, which I haven't had in probably 25 years, but, you know, you you don't give it to your friend always. Or if you have the flu, you don't always give it to your friend or your partner or whatever. This shit spreads like wildfire, like wildfire. Yeah. So now Ariana's above the salon. Brielle is going to be mom for five days. Cash has a project due on Friday, like, of course, and he's doing a big presentation in front of the class on Friday. Um. I got to give it to Croy because I didn't care if they did any of their work. I I felt so bad. I was just like, I can't right. do this right now. Like, I, this is tough to try to, like, do all this. And I have to stay away from them. And poor KJ is trying to get everybody signed into Zoom at different times. The twins are in the same class, but they're on at different times. It's just, Kane was yelling, I can't get on. I'm like, oh, my God. And we had to stay in our rooms. Yeah. Anyway, Nikki's fine for a couple of days. And then Nikki's. I feel bad. I have a fever. I'm going to get tested. And it was positive, of course. Like, why would it not be? Yep. So now we're really shit out of luck. So Cash had to finish his project. So Croy went out in the driveway about 20 feet away. 
Cash had his poster board and his crayons, and he was making his board, and Corey's helping him from 20 feet away with a mask on. Cash's like, huh? (laughs) I mean, it was just a shit show. Yeah. An absolute shit show. I got an email from Cash's teacher that he's basically not giving it his all, and I'm like, okay, great. Like, now I got to deal with this on top of it. She's like, I know you guys are sick. I hate to drop the, you know, tell you guys that Cash hasn't been giving it his all. Math is his best subject. He usually gets 100, whatever. So we had to address that with Cash on the phone. Cash, you got to give it your, like, it was just, if it could happen, I feel like it definitely did. Yeah. And so each day we kind of got like a little bit better. And I was, I've slept great. I've, I've actually slept like amazing. The kids who sleep in our room were all completely moved out. We moved the mattresses to the living room. They all slept there, which they hated every yeah. single night of. Yeah. They're still there. You know, somehow we got through it. Thank God. You know, Brielle would run and pick up food or Uber Eats. Thank God for Instacart. I mean, just in general, thank God for all the, because now Tracy's got it. Nikki's got it. My nanny's or nanny's got it. Housekeeper's got it. Me, Croy, Ariana. We all had it. Yeah. And And then then Tracy's friend got it. And so it it was just like. But now um, um, the one thing that I'm confused about is, is either Ariana has a different variant, which I highly doubt. Uh or she wasn't actually positive back in January. It was very faint. I know. So I, I don't know. It's it's the weirdest thing. I mean this this one was like it was there. Like you you got it. You it was like come, a positive yeah, pregnancy. You're not test. coming in like, the house. Boom. <laughs> you're not coming in the house. Like we know you have it. And she knew. She's like, look, I you guys, I think I I have it. And on the way home, driving home, she's like, I, I'm. I feel like shit. I feel like shit. So it was definitely rough. I wouldn't wish this upon my worst enemy. And yeah, we're getting better day by day. But like today, I washed my hair for the first time in a week this morning. And I was supposed to go get M sculpt at Dermatology Consultants. And I canceled. There's no way. I felt like I ran a marathon just taking a shower and washing my hair. I swear to God. And then blow drying my hair was a whole nother story. It was like exhausting. So that's our story with COVID. And if you do have the antibodies IV, you can't get the vaccine for 90 days, which I wasn't going to get the vaccine at all. I won't let my girls get it, but they, I've read too many fertility issues and whatnot, but I might, I might be getting it because I can't imagine. They say if you get it a second time, it can be way worse. I don't know if that's just yeah. he said, she said shit, but... Anyways, next week, you guys, we're going to have Ethan and Brielle on to talk all about things... All things, I should say, Bahamas. Um, just just wild. I, I still am shocked. I can't believe the amount of alcohol these kids drank from sunup to sundown. <laughs> right. I can't believe On it. On top of the fact that like everybody's safe. Thank I guess, God. Yeah, I know. I think back to my times of funness. And now that I see it from a different perspective, and I'm like standing back looking at the big picture of their craziness i i wonder myself how i <laughs> sometimes standing here having a podcast with my wife like there's times where i i it was touch and go i, I could have easily i just read I an article been very injured and, and just just doing silly dumb shit you know and that 20 year old boy that just passed away from oh that's just terrible. hazing or something which yep. i didn't even know what that was yeah um and he died from drinking like 59 ounces of alcohol to get in this fraternity, right? Is that is that how it works? Yeah. Uh, back in the day, I'm still shocked that it's still going on. 
but yeah, like you, there's certain things that you have to do. It's like a rite of passage to be accepted into a group. And it, it used to happen on sports teams all the time that, that it was just, uh, in order for you to kind of be initiated into the group of, of the sports, you got, you got hazed. And that meant either being, I mean, all kinds of crazy things to being like physically tortured kind of to being like beat up to oh my God, dude. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that was, that was hazing back in the, in the, in the early nineties. I mean, it was, it was a big problem. And then they really cracked down on it because people were getting injured and it was like, people were, there were suicides over it. And, but yeah, these fraternities, a, a lot of their hazing is centered around alcohol and, and lots of consumption of it. And, and sometimes you have to streak across campus and they, you know, like you can get like illegal thing, you know, like wow. it's a big problem. So, but terrible, unfortunately, terrible. like, you know, his body didn't help him stop doing what he was doing. You know, like a lot of times like kids will be drinking and then they just can't, you know, like they'll start throwing up and they, they just, mm-hmm. you know, their body stops and it's just terrible, terrible, Horrible. terrible, terrible. Anyways, uh, yeah, but so we're getting to Ethan, Brielle, Zach. He might have a uh, a record deal after the trip in the Bahamas. Um, <laughs> he was quite the rapper on a private island on top of the bar. Can't wait to discuss that as well. So all things Bahamas is going to be fun. Ethan's weekends, as we call it. Yeah. The Golden Nugget, you guys, literally, when I tell you that Corey and I look like zombies, swollen zombies for a week, after this procedure, I'm not lying. But Blood. it's the best thing Puffy. we ever did. Puss. Yes. Okay, you guys. It's this laser treatment called Pro Fractional Laser. Now, I've done, it's by Cyton. I've done Halo uh, a couple times. I really like Halo. But I wanted something a little bit more aggressive. And I could take a week off. I should have did it during COVID. It would have been a lot easier, right? <laughs> Yeah, I just couldn't plan that. <laughs> right? So um, I had it done at Dermatology Consultants. Now, listen, this laser is very serious. I go to Taryn there who knows every laser and what to do with it and it's been heavily trained. It improves your skin's appearance. It tightens it, gets rid of wrinkles, fine lines, helps people that have acne scars, sun-damaged skin. Yeah, think, of I, like, think of like resurfacing or aerating your lawn and... You know, like your lawn looks kind of drab and and dead, and then you call your landscaper over. He comes and and aerates it and gives it fertilizer and feeds it, and and all of a sudden, about a week, it's like, wow, my lawn looks amazing. So Taryn, Taryn, like, basically was like, you're going to look a little puffy, whatever. So we did it. I posted on my Instagram what I look like driving home. Not that crazy. Bloody for sure. I did my scars on my boobs, my face, neck, and chest because I'm nuts. Okay? And I recommend doing it all like that if you're going to do it again. If I was to do it again, I would do it the exact same way. Anyways, it penetrates deep into your skin with like very little heat. Um, surrounding the tissue, which allows for effective collagen rebuilding that continues for like four to six months after your treatment. Yeah, Tracy keeps saying to me, you look so young. I'm not kidding you. You look so young. I've seen a huge difference. I have really great skin, thank God, but I would like it to be a little bit tighter and I do see like some slight fine lines, smiling lines on the sides of my cheeks. So that was like my main goal. It can be used on multiple areas of your body. If you have scars on your legs, wherever. I mean, it can be used in multiple areas. You are numbed for about 30 minutes first. And I don't, I wouldn't say it was overly like painful. Um, it depends on yeah, how no. deep she goes, yeah. but it's not like excruciating by no means. I felt like Halo was a little bit more aggressive from a standpoint of like heat, hot. It was super hot, Halo. Yeah. Um, 
not everyone has to feel like they're part of the cast of The Walking Dead, though, because you can do a more conservative treatment like Halo. They have a bunch of other different treatments, um, and you can spread them out if you aren't able to tolerate a longer downtime due to work or having to be out in the public or what have you. Um, they have tons of different lasers that do the same thing in different forms and fashions. Um, I do BBL um, by Cyton Laser as well. Um uh, every month to get rid of my redness, which has been really, really helpful. And that, that goes, that's a laser that goes kind of underneath the skin and, and attacks the, the vascular part of your right. skin that doesn't have any real downtime or anything like that. No, zero uh, downtime. And, and look, this, it's the look of it is dramatic, but it's because of, you do bleed a little bit, which is totally fine. I'm calling Dr. Prey and, and I'm at, I'm like, Dr. Prey, my, my eyes are, are so swollen. Basically they're going to close. And she's like, and I, good. She said, good. If you can tolerate it, keep, keep tolerating it. She's like, you know, I'll call you in a steroid pack, but I don't recommend taking it unless you absolutely have to. Now you guys know I'm claustrophobic. Okay. Um, and so I said, you know what? I don't want the steroid pack. I got it. And I, powered through and my eyes did not close up. I was yeah. icing my face and, and all that. But for a week, <coughs> for a week, you look a little cray cray. Yeah, you do. But it's not like a, it's not like a chemical peel where you totally strip yeah, uh, that, no, no, that no. top layer off. Or it's not like, like a CO2 laser where you strip that whole layer off. What it really does is it, it's so uh, sophisticated that it, it drills basically these little holes in your skin with the laser. Like it like shoots a little hole in your skin, but it leaves all the other skin around it intact and healthy all the way to the top you layer. You can see the holes while yeah. she's doing it. It's pretty cool. Yep. So that then that facilitates that really rapid uh, healing. So it, it's not really that much of downtime. Like a CO2 is like three weeks, oh, right? At oh, least three, four time. weeks. Yeah, you look nuts. Uh, but you, I feel like you can get pretty similar results with this. Mm-hmm. And you can it do just, it a couple times. I'm going to redo my scars again. I loved it so much. You can basically, you can't even really see my scars at all. Um, I don't want you to be able to see them at all. So I'm going to do it again um, just on my scars. I won't do my face again until probably the fall. But I really highly, highly recommend it. My neck is my problem area and it's so helped my neck. I'm looking at Croy's under eye right now. His under eyes look so much better. So do mine. Um, I'm super thrilled, super happy with the results, um, and would definitely recommend it. I'm going to be doing a giveaway for one of their treatments here soon on my Instagram. So definitely stay tuned for that. Dermatology consultants has like the latest and greatest technology. And that's where I do the M sculpt and the hair shots and all that good stuff. Like that's what I love about them. I love people that are like up on the times with the greatest technology. Anything else, babe? No, no. If you feel like you're drowning or just need to vent, or maybe you're struggling with your relationship or friendships, and you'd like to hear uh, our advice for you, that's what our bonus segment, Safe Space, with Kim and Croy is all about. Up next, we're going to cover some fun things. Like what? Friendship breakups? We get a lot of emails about that. Yep. I'm so glad this did not happen to me or Kim. Stay tuned. Oh, God. Up next on the bonus segment, you guys, if you want to reach out to us, you can always email us at houseofkim at kimzolciak.com or call to leave a voicemail or text us at 323-213-8100. We love to uh, hear your stories and give you our advice on how Kim's mantra of ask, believe, receive can relate and facilitate a better life for you through your dramatic situation or or fun situation or whatever's going on with you and your peeps. Corey feels like talking today. <laughs> Good for you, babe, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks so much, you guys, for tuning into this week's episode. Up next in that bonus segment, you guys want to head over there and, and listen to it. It's going to be uh, nice and juicy. Thanks for listening to The House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Catch new episodes weekly at pioneerpodcasting.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Love the show? Don't forget to leave a rating and review. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.